Welcome to the Leadership Forum. We call this the Leadership Forum. Where we discuss leaders and followers. It's not a political trick. This episode is a repeat of the live session that happens on Monday's mid-morning show with Ombo Imboru. The Leadership Forum. Leadership Forum, only on Hope FM. Listen and live. Leadership at Christmas. What's, what's, what's the direction here? I like the title. You like the di- title? I absolutely like it. Um, yesterday, mm. we had a very, very powerful uh, Christmas presentation by uh, at Valley Road, sit up Valley Road, where I attend. Uh, very well done from where I sit. Yes. Uh, professionally done. It was great. It was, it was great. Uh, you were there. I was. You are the moderator of the service. Yes, so <laughs> I noticed. I, know. I, I, I would know it was great. <laughs> yes. Uh, so as I was going through and uh, listening to the whole uh, presentation and looking at the various characters, that's when this thought came to me. Ah. Uh, that uh, there are several characters and the role they played in the whole story. If you look at it from a leadership perspective, uh, what comes out. And as I was driving back home and thinking about it, it actually captivated my heart and mind. And so I had to go and just look at these characters again now from a different perspective. Uh, we all know them uh, from the story of Christmas. And so I thought, if these were leaders, and they are in different ways, leaders and followers, what leadership characteristics did they display? Would uh, they exercise, and and are they are there some things that we can learn from them? So that's what gave birth to this whole story of uh, of, of leadership at Christmas. At Christmas, okay. So there are several characters, some main characters, as you'd say, key players. But others peripheral and yet making a contribution in one way or another. I listed at least nine of them. Ooh, leaders. Uh, not necessarily leaders. I, I call them characters or players or stakeholders or whatever you'd want to call them. Okay. <laughs> but they, they, they are part of the story. And they have a, a contribution. They have a part to play. So if you look at them even as leaders or just as members of this Christmas uh, story, what part did they play and what, uh, what leadership characteristics or attributes did they display uh, in there? Remember, leadership is always two-way. They are the leaders and their followers. So whether you look at them from a leader's point of view or a follower's point of view, uh, there are lessons that we can learn from them. Because uh, the nine that I listed were the Mary, uh, Joseph, Herod, uh, the innkeeper, the Magi, the shepherds, Simeon, Hannah, uh, all these people. What, what role did they play and what attributes did they uh, display or demonstrate in if we are looking at them from a leadership perspective. We may not go through all of them, but I, I, I thought of just picking perhaps the key ones, you know, that we are all, uh, we always hear stories about. So if you start with Mary, Joseph, uh, Herod, Jesus himself, 
uh, if time allows, then we can go to to the others. But I thought it was it was a very uh, very very interesting uh, thing to look at because we sometimes don't look at them from that perspective. Yes. So that's that's what I thought we could discuss today. All right. Actually, I I, I have gone through the characters in the Christmas story. Uh huh. Different interviews that different people and resource people have uh, never done anything around leadership with the Christmas character. Or okay. Story. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so this is new. This this is what uh, I thought we could do today as we close the year. All right. Uh, and uh, prepare ourselves for the next year. Okay. Yes. Yes. And and the way I also thought we could do it mm -hmm. is let people contribute. What do they think? Like, what do they think? Uh, let's let's take Mary. Yes. So you're saying let's think uh, and share the leadership attributes. Yes. We see in Mary. In Mary. Yes. Do we see leadership attributes, attributes. or yes. followership? So with leadership, you're saying it's both, both the, leader the leader or the as follower. a leader. You, if you look at her as a leader, or yes. if you look at her as a member or a a follower. Yes. Uh, what attributes do you see? All right. In Mary. Okay. Uh, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end of it, shall we be saying who stands out? <laughs> <laughs> I do not think that we are comparing them. Okay. But uh, we want to learn from them. This 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 is uh, a learning experience. Okay. If I was Mary, mm -hmm. would I have behaved that way or conducted myself that way? Are there spaces where I am Mary in my workplace? You know? Okay. Mm -hmm. Because we, there are situations when I, that reason was getting very interesting for me is a situation where you find yourself as Mary in your organization. What does that look like and how do you respond? Mm. Uh, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So it is not just analyzing these people but for me the greater part is their application so that if i find myself in a merry situation in a workplace how would i respond mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. to that situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. would i respond the same way as mary responded and then joseph and then joseph and then the innkeeper the innkeeper jesus Herod. Uh, Herod, all those guys. But Jesus in the Christmas story is a baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what do we learn from that? Okay. From a leadership perspective. From a we? leadership perspective. Yes. Oh. Okay. What do I you see. learn from that? I see. Do yes. you see? Yes. Oh, he's a baby. <laughs> I, actually, in the presentation yesterday, there's some. Um, he's supposed to have been acting a shepherd uh -huh. who kept saying, The king is a baby. <laughs> he's a baby. What does that mean for the king to be a baby? Ah. Yes. The king is a baby in this story. Uh, yes. So think of the CEO as a baby. Hey. <laughs> wow. What does that look like? All right. Uh, so uh, all, all the way, Simeon, Anna, the innkeeper, the Magi, 
and Herod. Yes. Yes, I have listed them. You've listed them. Yes, I have listed them. So, uh, let your thoughts be heard. We are on the WhatsApp line 0717-400-555. Let's hear your thoughts even as we start the discussion. 0717-400-555. You will be telling us the attributes of leadership that are demonstrated by the characters around the Christmas story. You can take Mary, Joseph, Herod, the Magi, the shepherds, the, uh, Simeon, Anna, the innkeeper, Jesus Christ himself. So take any of them. Let us know what comes to your mind when you think about them in relation to leadership. Mm -hmm. Yes, but you can kick, uh, you can uh, you can start us off, uh, Bishop. Yes. Yes, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with Mary, because I think she's the first character in the, in the story of Christmas. Uh, when the angels appears, I think that is the beginning of the Christmas story. So, here is Mary, a young virgin girl in a village. And uh, an angel appears to her and brings her this startling uh, news that she's going to be with a child. And this child is going to um, be the savior of the world and, and so on. How, how does Mary respond and what does that say about, about her? either from a perspective of a leader or just from a leadership perspective. What kind of situations would be like that for us mm. in, a, in an, a work environment or in a, a team environment and so on? So one of the things I see is how Mary responds tells me that uh, though she's a young lady, I don't know whether she has ever met an angel before. <laughs> Most, Most unlikely. unlikely. So this un, uh, being appears to you as a young person and brings you this very startling news uh, that is, is beyond your imagination. Do you just accept it or do you go and... Let me go and pray about it. Let me go and think about it. Let me go and ask friends. But for her, she just accepts it right, right there. And I see this as, um, you know, this in, uh, in innovation and uh, vision casting and so on. This is what we call early adapters. Early adapters are people, when they get a new idea, they quickly buy into it and they go with run with it and mary seems to be that kind of person this this thought has come is mm -hmm. something that the jews have been waiting for for a long time in fact it is said that the girls of those days they would almost pray that they would be the mother of the messiah following in the prophecies that had been made and of course, this has been years and years. None of them is <laughs> ever being. And then suddenly it happens to Mary. To Mary. So does she believe it? Does she think she's dreaming or what? 
But she adopts very quickly before the angel even leaves and says, may it be done unto me as you have said, you know? Yes. These are early adopters, you know, people who get an idea. Uh, an idea is shared even in a team or personally, or the boss calls you to his office and says, this is what I want you to do. And it is something that is way beyond your imagination. imagination. How do you respond? Uh, so I see that what I call risk-taking. I am willing to go with this. I don't know how it is going to turn out because the reason I put the risk is that any, pers any young girl who became pregnant outside of marriage, uh, they would be stoned. So how do you go out there and and say angel has spoken to me <laughs> and now i'm with the child <laughs> now i am with the child and and you expect people to mm. to believe you so there was great risk but which she was willing uh, she was willing to take and and many times uh that is what it takes sometimes to be able to stand out as a great worker follower to buy into a vision, to know that yes, there may be risk, this may not work out, but I'm willing to, to, to go try. with it. Mm. I'm willing to mm. try it out. The mm. third thing I see in, in, uh, in, in Mary is the spirit of gratitude. Gratitude, she bursts into song and begins to celebrate God and God seeing her from her lowly state. At the point there with Elizabeth. Yes. Okay. You know, yes. uh, th th this is, this is, uh, this is the, if you take Mary as a whole, in, you know. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. So the spirit of gratitude, many of us do not have. You are called in, you are given this great privileged uh, position or responsibility, which you are not quite certain about, but you are willing to go with. Do you how do you respond many of us take things for granted maybe you've been waiting for this thing long enough and when it comes you just finally you know <laughs> it has come and many of us are not do not have that spirit of gratitude do we celebrate what has been done to us the privileges that we have been given uh, the positions that we have been elevated to when you look back do you feel you know some of us feel very entitled mm -hmm. yeah I, it is what i deserve i have been waiting for this for a long time i've worked for it so that spirit of gratitude again i see it in mary that uh, she's willing to move with this even though she doesn't quite comprehend what could be happening but she has that spirit of gratitude. As we come to the close of the year, some of us got promotions, some are getting bonus, some are getting, mm. you know, all kinds of things. Are you actually grateful or is it just you worked hard? My strength oh. <laughs> has gotten me here. You know, my skill, I worked harder than the others. Uh, Mary thinks, Mary looks at herself and says, you have regarded the lowly state of your serv maid servant. Mm. You know, I mm. do not deserve this, but I am so truly grateful, grateful you know? Yes. So truly grateful.
in these days of uh, unions and collective bargaining agreements, and <laughs> who even appreciates what God has done for us, what uh, our organizations have done for us? It is until you lose your job that you begin to realize that that which you took for granted was actually a great privilege, a great honor for you to have. Yes. Uh, but many of us sometimes we, we do not have that spirit of gratitude. So Mary takes a long time. In fact, if you read her song, it is quite a long song, just celebrating God's goodness, the privilege, the honor uh, of, of being picked upon to be the bearer of the Messiah. And uh, some of us have got to those places where you have been appointed the CEO, you have been appointed head of this or head of the other. And we just, it just passes by. It's no big deal. You, you have waited for it. You have act, worked for it. You just like that. So I see that spirit of gratitude as a great attribute of leadership mm. in whichever space you find yourself. Amen. So I can mention those three for now. Oh, wow. I can see one more. One more. Tell uh, us. For, for Mary. Yes. Uh, you told us to think. Uh, think yes, we are yeah, being, uh, being this together. Most, most people are telling, uh, I can see what people are saying. Most are uh, talking about Joseph. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are yet to get We are there. just about to come to Joseph. Yes. Uh, but for me, Mary, I'm thinking about uh, a small part there that tells me, I think uh, she's also a very practical person. Mm -hmm. uh, she's very practical Tell in us. that when the angel announced what would happen, he also made reference to Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that she quickly went to, see, to visit with Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Because the angel says even your, even your relative uh, yes. is now... Six months. Six months uh, into pregnancy. So I think that's something eyes can see. Yes. So she, she decides, I'll go <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> yes, I know this is true, but at a practical level, let yeah. me go and see. Uh -huh. it's, it's like the stories are are going together. Yes, yes, yes. So I find that very practical. Very practical, yeah. Even in guidance. <laughs> true, mm. true, true, yes. true. Yes. Good. So if somebody else has a word on Mary, please tell us. Yeah, you will tell us. Let me just repeat that number. 0717-400-555. Yes. All right. I can't see any... Uh, no, I think this one... This is about Mary, yes. I think about her humility when I think of Mary. Mm -hmm. Mary has been chosen to carry such a divine and high role, but she remains humble. Mm -hmm. And thinking about the triangle of leadership, environment, and susceptible followers, on followers, how much am I going to gossip <laughs> my leader? For example, oh, my leader, Mary, is pregnant, and she's not married. 
<laughs> the gossip part. Yes. Yes. All right. Very interesting. Yes. And someone else who has also said she is, she comes out as very humble as well. She had the courage to take up the role she was thrown at. Mm -hmm. uh, here I am, servant of the Lord. Ultimate response. She also empowered Jesus. Mm -hmm. And number three, role model. Role model. Embra she embraced her calling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, is it is it that she she also empowered Jesus as a role model to embrace the calling? I think that's what the person wants to say. And uh, number th uh, maybe, as a mother. Yes, as a mother. As a mother. True. So she would model for Jesus. And, and you see, like, for example, if mm -hmm. we go now beyond Christmas mm -hmm. into the life of Jesus, mm -hmm. you find, like, this time they went for this wedding uh, and wine has run out. Mm -hmm. Mary comes out to, to, to call on her son to do something. Yes. Now, what I have wondered is whether Jesus may have done something in his childhood that made her believe that she, he has the capacity to do something even in this situation. Mm -hmm. You know, it may not have been recorded in scriptures. What gave her the, the, the confidence that wine has run out, but my son can do something about it? that she now comes to Jesus to say, these people have run off to wine. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says, it's not my time. You know, it's like, why, why, do, you, why do you call me on this mm -hmm. one? Uh, so I've wondered, could he have done certain things or was it just faith to believe this is the son of God? I know. You cannot be sitting here and people have no wine. People <laughs> <laughs> are suffering. <laughs> so that that molding and beginning to bring her, uh, bring him into the public uh, arena, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's it's indeed something that Mary does, and that's the first miracle we ever. Yes. No, uh, yeah, because of her initiative. Yes, true. to believe in her son and to believe that uh, he is capable of doing something. So again, uh, again, from a, a leadership perspective, that is something that we encourage leaders to do. Believe in your team. Believe in your team. Challenge them to do things. That, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. I challenge them to do things that perhaps they have not done or you know they have the potential to do and 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 they they come out there and do something that is is becomes record wow like jesus miracle of the wine i think is perhaps one of the most known miracles around the True. world even among non-believers yes. you know everybody yeah. keeps referring to jesus turning water into wine but it's because mary stirred him uh, challenged him to do something. In fact, when she he responds and says, it is not my time, she just walks away and says, whatever, you, whatever tell he tells you, you, you do it. You because, do. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes as a leader, you have to do that. You, you have to not only challenge 
your members, but sometimes they are giving excuses. Oh, me, I'm not at this, I'm not that, I don't have. But you just tell them, you do it. All right. And, and you find that they excelled even beyond their own imagination mm. because they didn't know that they have that capacity. Uh, and now they have done something that everybody is appreciating. And they, they didn't think that they could do it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's a, it's a great attribute there. That what about the attribute uh, of Mary? Uh, a number of places where it seems she doesn't say much, but the Bible comments that she ponders these things. Yes, in yes, her heart. In her heart. Yes, yes. What's, what's that for a leader? Uh, being reflective, and that's that's where you see good leaders mm. are not quick to speak, or shouldn't, or, or shouldn't. I think so. Is is a good word, or even to act. There are times when you need to just reflect over information you have received, uh, situations you have observed. Uh, so that you ponder them in your heart so that by the time you take any action, if there is action to be taken, mm -hmm. it is an informed action. It is not, you are not rash. Uh, and I think that that is uh, indeed Mary's attribute. And we see that of many women in the Bible who are confronted with similar kind of situations. They, they become very reflective they ponder these things in their hearts. And it makes them great leaders in their own right. Some of us are very quick to act, quick to speak, quick to comment, quick to criticize, and so on. And sometimes in the process, we mess up the whole, the whole situation. So I agree with you that that pondering is a key characteristic and attribute that many of us would benefit from all right yes all right the innkeeper someone is already writing about the innkeeper i will just uh mention this and then you can introduce joseph you had wanted to go there i find the innkeeper not aggressive in business <laughs> <laughs> why otherwise he would or he should have made some extensions to create more room <laughs> for guests especially with the anticipation of a huge flow or inflow of guests occasioned by the censors Rosalind, she's thinking like a business person isn't she <laughs> yeah so let's what, should, what should have the what should the innkeeper have done this this <laughs> make extensions uh, well, i agree with Rosie. bring in tents <laughs> <laughs> there is a census yes people will be coming <laughs> suppose he had actually done and still ran out of space <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good thing. That's actually a, a good challenge. Uh, because some of us are so... It's just that we have run out of supplies. Uh, one of the things... I was an innkeeper a long time ago. Not an innkeeper, but a shopkeeper. Uh -huh. I, I was a shopkeeper. I ran... I participated in running my father's shop in the early days of my youth. One of the pro, uh, the the... the practices that I saw my father do and taught us to do is that when a, a customer comes 
our shop becomes the last stop. They don't go to another shop. Even for things we don't have. So if, if a customer comes and says, I want this and I want that and I want the other and I want the other and you keep bringing and keep bringing, the things that you don't have, you go to the neighbor's shop and get and get them <laughs> one stop eh? it's one stop so they don't buy here and then they have to go to the next shop to and buy you know, other things check, check with our next door neighbor whether they have yeah you go for it you go for it so we would be sent go to such so and so shop and get this and we bring it then we he pays everything then we take the money to to the other to, shop to the other shop so that uh, whoever came to our shop knew that they didn't have to go to another shop for oh, wow. anything. Wow. That's how we ran the shop. So that is... Uh, uh, your yes. father must have been doing well by the standards then uh, of a shopkeeper. Uh, uh, yeah, we were, we were not doing badly. Yeah, were, okay, I, I can just see you By the standards of, 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 our, of our village shop. You were quite fine. <laughs> we yeah. were... We, we we were actually my father was a supplier for for the what would I call the almost a radius of of uh, would I say no beyond a location maybe division oh yeah he would he would supply um, two smaller shops oh wow yeah in in uh, in that radius so people who came to our shop knew they are coming to one stop. Unless it's, of course, something that is way be, uh, outside of our scope. Uh, like, we were not into hardware, real big hardware, timber, mabati, and so on. So if you came for that, we would advise you to go to the to the hardware shop and, and get those. But anything that was on a normal retail shop, those ones, once you come to our shop, that's it. You will get it all there. Mm -hmm. We will, so we would ask you for the full list, so that we are not running, coming back. Yeah, <laughs> you yes, know. I see. So you give us the full list. This is what I want, and this is what I want, and this is what I want. Then we see, these ones we have, these ones we have, these ones we have, these ones we don't have. So so and so go to this shop and get this and get this and get the other and bring them. And and we did business. That's what so I think this is what the innkeeper should have should done. Have done. <laughs> <laughs> then our savior would not have been born in a manger. <laughs> and he would have made some business. Yes, yes. So that is innovation and creativity that uh, would come in, in how you do business and how you provide leadership. The things that you don't have, the skills you don't have, you get them from other people. Yeah. yeah. I see. You don't have to know everything or do everything. Yes. Have everything. But you can you can be innovative. You can tap from yes. Yes. All right. Those people who have it. I can't wait to hear more from the characters around Christmas, the Christmas story and attributes of leadership displayed, whether as leaders or as followers, whether it's uh, positive or a negative. We're looking at all of that, and we are very happy to hear your thoughts on 0717. This is a WhatsApp number, 0717-400-555. We call this the Leadership Forum. So, Bishop, I think we go to Joseph. What Let's do you think? Let's try Joseph. Let's try that.
That's right, Joseph. Now, Joseph is an... Uh, I just learned, realized that Joseph is mentioned uh, very little, you know? Very little is mentioned about Joseph outside of the Christmas story. And yet, this is an amazing man. Mm -hmm. If you just think about it, you are betrothed, you are engaged to a woman, a young girl that you love, and she comes up with this wonderful story of angels visiting and getting pregnant and so on. What would you do? What do you do? Uh, and, and now, if I take it from a leadership perspective, you know, you are, you are, this is one of your colleagues or a very close uh, person that you are depending on. And they come up with these strange stories of why they didn't do what they're supposed to do and so on and so forth. Or something that is new ideas that you want to get into and so on. So, again, I'll, I, I've picked like three, three for each of them. All right. So, for Joseph, I talk about caution. Uh -huh. Joseph receives this news with a lot of caution uh, because it is not making sense to him that Mary is pregnant. And so he is not like Mary to ready to take a risk. So he decides where baby I'm going to I will live my life. So he, he decides, I'm going to leave this girl to carry her angelic uh, baby, <laughs> you know. I'm not going Definitely to... Definitely not believing that. Yes. yes. Is, he was not believing that it is true, that uh, this can happen. Who had ever heard of mm. such a thing happening? So he's a very cautious person, uh, but also respectful in a sense. He's respectful to Mary doesn't want to bring her to public shame and so he decides i'm going to do this quietly so i would say the attribute i see there is that caution and respect uh, because he's not understanding these stories that mm. mary is bringing <laughs> and there's a sense in which that is good for a leader to oh. to be cautious Mm. Because people will come to you with all kinds of stories, <laughs> my own manner of things. Oh, you know this and you know that. And many of us get conned or get into very serious uh, deals because we are not cautious. So whereas Mary is a risk taker and early adopter uh, in, in, in new ideas and new thoughts, Joseph is the opposite. And this happens, by the way, in marriage. We are always opposite, <laughs> you know. They attract. The, the opposite attract. So mm -hmm. Mary is very quick to receive this news and to go with it and appreciate it. Joseph is the other, the, at the opposite end. Very cautious, uh, not willing to take that risk and even ready to uh, let it go, you know. If that's the way you have chosen, uh, yeah, we end evil. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I want to be a little more careful with this kind of thing. A good thing for a leader. But it can also cause you to miss opportunity. You know, some of us have most missed opportunity because of that. Because we are too cautious. Mm, mm. We are too careful. You know, 
in in uh, with new ideas and new things. So it's both a strength and a weakness. Just like Mary is also both a strength and a weakness, and we talked about risk. If this thing turned out not to be true, <laughs> it was uh, a risk for Mary, but she was willing to go with it. But for Joseph, it's caution and is a good thing for leadership. Be cautious, be careful, do your due diligence, find out what this is all about. That was Joseph. But I also find him as a very rational person. It builds on the same. People who are rational are also very generally cautious. They are not moved by emotions. They are not moved by just passion. Uh, a salesman comes to you and gives a very good pitch and you, and, and you buy into it. The rational uh, people are also very cautious. But rationality is again a key attribute of leadership. Why do I say that Joseph was a rational person? When the angel appears to him in the night and tells him, uh, don't be afraid. Mm. This thing is of God. He immediately buys into it because this is a voice that he is, he respects, you know. Um, it means he was a pious um, person. He believed in God and he believed in the God's voice. So once he's convinced this is God speaking to him, he then is ready to move on. Uh, and that is rationality. As long as the facts can fit in, I'm ready to move on. And I'm ready to embrace even that which looks very risky, very difficult. Uh, and that is Joseph. So rational leaders need facts and figures. They need to be convinced <laughs> that this thing <laughs> actually makes sense. And um, rationality, we talked about it about uh, when we were dealing with decision making. I remember. You remember that? Yes, I do. It's one of key mm. uh, <clears throat> leadership attributes in decision making uh, that you try to make decisions on a rational basis. It is not the only way of making decisions. We've, we went all the way up to gut feeling. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, where we say you may not have the facts, you may not have the figures, may not make sense, but something within you tells you this is just the right thing to do. Mm. And so you make your decision based on that. So at the far end, one end is rational, where you have all the figures have to add up. On the other end, is gut feeling where nothing <laughs> it doesn't make sense <laughs> it doesn't make sense I just in, feel. but you just feel it this thing i feel it i feel it and therefore i am willing to try it i'm willing to go with it uh, and sometimes it turns out that it is true it is correct it is the, was the right thing to do so joseph was not a gut feeling person he was a rational person so he was in this extreme his wife was at the other extreme uh, I feel this is right and it makes sense to me I'm ready to go with it I'm so blessed you know uh, to be one chosen to do this the other then is selflessness selflessness is perhaps one of Joseph's biggest strength uh, as a leader. 
this is not your child, you have not participated in any way, and yet you are called upon to take care and bring up. Um, the mother is very excited because this is my child, this is my baby. Mm. But the father is an adopted father, you know, so this is your adopted child. But Joseph gives the very best. If you see Jesus at age 12 in the temple and the way he's quoting scriptures and teaching people, many of us imagine that it was because he was Jesus. But for real, imagine that there was a father behind ah. who must have trained him on the ways of the Lord reading the scriptures according to Deuteronomy and, and what they were told as parents to do uh, with their children. So he, he brings up this son in such knowledge of the Bible that by the time Jesus is at 12, he can teach. He can, uh, when he gets into ministry, he can talk to the devil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and there are many devils out there, oh. you know. Who, who want to get you into all kinds of things. But Jesus keeps saying, no, it is written. It is written. It is written. So this it is written is not a revelation from above, which comes from directly from heaven. It's a lessons that he read. He must have been taught. And so he can remember that we read this. It was written. Uh, this is what the Bible says. And so I see a big role that Joseph plays in the life of Jesus, who is not by his biological son. But once the angel, once the figures and the data fall into place, he is ready to run with this responsibility Amen. as a selfless leader. It is not what I will get out of it. It is not whether this is my real child. Uh, and so on, but I just want to play my role according to the scriptures as a father for this young man, for this baby, until he matures to get to his place. And and once Jesus is another, you don't see Joseph anywhere. And he's mm. he's happy to be there in the background, only known as a carpenter. He's, his son is being called a carpenter's son, and he, he's happy to be a carpenter. And Jesus was trained in the same trade. So selfless leadership, where your uh, mentees get to great glory, get to shine out, of, out there, but you are happy to be in the background. I can see your face falling. No, I, it is not falling. I, I'm reflecting. Yeah. I'm pondering. You're pondering yes. these things in your heart. <laughs> not many of us have that capacity to yes. allow our mentees to shine, to shine, outshine, outshine us, and you are happy to be there in the background, you know, as a leader. So they are getting accolades, they are getting awards, they are getting all these things but you are happy to be referred to as Joseph the carpenter. You are just, just there in the background. How does he become like that? In, 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 a, in a world, how does the leader then become like that? In a very repetitive, it's like a competition-based 
Wow, yes. Bishop, thank you. Thank you. Asante sana. Eh, you yeah. want to wish us a Merry Christmas? Yes. Uh, oh. Let me wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Only f six more days and we'll be there. And we will be there. Yeah. And, to and God may the, be the Lord glory. give you a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. Bishop David Uginde with us today as well as every alternate Mondays. But today it is for the last time in this year, 2022, we get back in the year 2023, most likely the third Monday of January 2023. Thank you for your comments, for your uh, excited responses here and there. We are happy that you could learn we could learn together so much on the leadership forum bishop it's been a great year thank you thank you thank you thank you so I'm very glad much to, that god brought us this far amen. amen and you have a merry christmas too and a blessed 2023 amen. my name is one have a blessed time join us next week same time for another episode of the, the leadership, leadership forum, forum.